What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Stoop Life Podcast. If today is your first time listening, I want to say welcome. Glad to have you guys here because we are the best sports podcast in Pennsylvania. Why is that? Well, probably because we do every sport. You know, a lot of people out there, they do a lot of podcasts for sports, but they only stick to one. We stick to every sport. And today, today we are going to be giving you guys my hot picks for week seven NFL. Now, if you guys follow me, then you know how this goes. We're going to give you every single game against the spread, and then we're going to give you every single game on the total points over and under. If you guys are following, watching on Facebook, check us out on Instagram at Stoop Life Sports. I'm actually going live with this episode on there, so shout out to y'all on our Instagram page for tuning in. But if you're watching on Instagram, be sure to go to our Facebook. Follow us on the Facebook page at The Stoop Life, everything sports and fantasy football. And if you guys are doing that, follow us on YouTube at Stoop Knockout where all of our content gets posted to. And then if you guys want to watch the audio of this podcast, be sure to follow us on your favorite podcasting app. We're on all of them. We're on Apple. We're on Google. We're on Spotify. Listen to us on there. But let's get this one started today, guys, because it is week seven in the NFL, and we got we got a lot of of stuff we need to cover here. You know, we got a lot of games, not too many games because we got a lot of, a lot of teams have buys this week. But let's go into it right now. We got right here week seven. If you're watching on the screen on our Facebook or on our YouTube page, I got all the the picks up there. But if you're not, if you're watching on the Instagram, if you're listening on audio. I'm going to break down all the picks going on anyway, so it doesn't really matter. First game we got on here, well, actually, we're going to talk about our our total. So total for the year right now against the spread, we are 51 and 41, which is 55%. The overall for the entire this this year and last year, we're 209 and 175. That's 55% total throughout against the over and under we're 52 and 40 this year at 57 percent and we're 212 and 172 at 56 percent overall on the over and under one thing we also add in we add in our locks our locks so far for the year are 17 and 70 at 71 percent which is great we're going to give you more of those plays coming forward so the first game we got on here we got Already happened. It was Thursday night football. It was Jacksonville at New Orleans. New Orleans was minus three and a half. We're not going to talk much about that. But I did have Jacksonville and the over simply because they kept they kept promoting like all this shit on how Trevor Lawrence can't win in New Orleans. And anytime I see them talk about that and kind of emphasize that, uh, I, I, I I take a sign on it. And I think Jacksonville's the better team. It's a Thursday night football game. They probably weren't prepping for Trevor Lawrence, which showed that. And I just thought they were the better football team. And as it went, the first game we had on there, it was Jacksonville and over. And that's one for one. So we're already starting off good. The second game we got on here. The second game we got on here, though, is... Where are we at? Let me pull it up. The second game we got on here is Las Vegas minus three and a half at Chicago. Over under for that game is 37 and a half. Now, if you guys are football fans, you know it's one of the shittiest games 
probably like of the year. Uh, not because these teams both stink, because we both know they both stink, but both quarterbacks are probably out. Jimmy G already got ruled out for Las Vegas, and for Chicago, I don't even know who the guy is. The guy was bagging groceries a week ago, and now he's probably starting for him. Uh, so, I mean, if they were already bad, well, they got worse. But <laughs> that's not saying much because Las Vegas isn't really a good football team either. Uh, considering the fact that we got here, the, the line for this is three and a half. The live line for it is actually two and a half, which is crazy. I don't know why. Maybe maybe they don't have faith in Vegas against this backup quarterback. I don't know. Uh, I think this, this uh, line here is a simple take. Chicago might not actually be tanking, but they are tanking. Let's 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 be real with that. They are tanking. Vegas, on the other hand, they're not tanking. They just stink, and they need to keep Devontae Adams happy. So they need to win. So I think it's an easy pick here. I think the game's going to be under thirty-seven and a half because neither team's going to be able to score. Chicago having their running backs out. Vegas already showing that they can't really score with their backup quarterback. So it's going to be under. Does that mean it's going to be a close game? No, probably not because Chicago might not score at all. They might get shut out. So I'm going to take Las Vegas here. We got Las Vegas minus three and a half, and we're going to go under on that. The next game we got coming up, we got Cleveland minus two and a half at Indianapolis, who just lost their quarterback for the year in Richardson. Over-under for this game is 39 and a half. You look at this line. You'd think this line would be a lot more, honestly, in my opinion. Cleveland's just coming off of a win against San Francisco. They're going into Indy, who lost their quarterback, lost a lot of their hope for the year. But, you know, Minshew ain't no slouch. But if they're able to do what they did against San Francisco, I'm willing to bet that they're going to be able to do that same thing to Minshew. You know, Minshew has a, a career thing of when he gets pressured, he throws the ball away a lot. He tries to make big, big plays, but he's not that guy. He's a decent backup, but he's not that guy. And you got Miles Garrett on the other side of the ball there. It's going to be a long day for Indianapolis. They've looked pretty good so far. The run game has looked pretty good, but you don't run the ball against Cleveland. So if you're going to take this run game away like I project Cleveland to do against Indianapolis... Well, good luck for Indianapolis. I think this game's also easy. You got two defenses that are spectacular. Two teams that are basically under almost every single game. So I think the under for this at 39.5 is going to be good. And I think Cleveland covers that 2.5 point line pretty easily. So lock that in. Cleveland minus 2.5 and, and under 39.5. Then you got the next game. We got Buffalo minus 8.5 at New England over under is 41 and a half. New England's in dismay, man. They they look bad. I actually kind of want to see them lose by 40 again so we see maybe Bill Belichick might get fired. Is that is that out of the realm of possibilities here? I don't know. He probably has a lot of lean lenience based off of his Super Bowl rings that he's brought there to New England, but I mean they're not looking good at all. And at least strip him of his GM d- d- duties here cuz he's pretty damn bad. This game's pretty easy as well. Buffalo needs to make a statement win again. Uh, a statement win after last week, considering the fact that they looked like shit against the Giants. Pretty bad. Pretty bad. Um, I even think if they win by 50, Bill obviously is not going to get fired. But 
they're going to have a lot of changes that they're going to need to make in New England there. Uh, it's hard to see New England at home, eight-point underdog, eight-and-a-half-point underdog, and not wanting to take them. But, like, how can you take them? You know, like, the last three, four games they've got their – they got blown off, blown out. So I think it's an easy pick here. I think Buffalo's going to crush them at eight-and-a-half. But, like I said, the way Buffalo's been playing the last couple of weeks, the way they haven't covered the spreads – I don't know if I want to lock that Buffalo in at eight and a half. I think they do cover it, but we're not going to call it a lock. But I will say I do think a lock is going to be the over 41 and a half. I think Buffalo is going to put up points. New England might score one or two. So you're looking at, you know, a 30. You're probably going to get over. So I'm going to go with Buffalo minus eight and a half and over 41 and a half. Yeah, I think Buffalo might put up 41 themselves. Never know. I thought that last week when they played the Giants, and they were pretty damn bad. So we'll see what happens that game. The next game up, we got a division game. We got Washington minus one and a half at the New York Giants. Over under for that game is 30, 39 and a half. Live line for this is minus two and a half Washington. Both these football teams stink. Let's be real. But I actually think the Giants look a little bit better with Tyrod Taylor. I'm going to say that, but I mean... We'll see. We know what Tyrod Taylor brings. He's a good backup quarterback. He puts up numbers, and then he gets hurt. Washington, they got that good defense. Offense has actually been producing as well, but they won last week on the road. Are you willing to bet that they're going to win two back-to-back games in a row on the road? I, I don't see that coming. I'm not too confident in the Giants here, but let's just say, like, are you confident in Washington winning back-to-back road games? Because me, I'm not at all. I think they stink. I've said that every week. They stink. The Giants stink as well. But they stunk. They stunk, and they they covered the spread against the Bills. So I honestly think the Giants are going to win this game outright, and they're going to cover that spread if they win outright. So I'm taking the Giants here as the dog at home at minus at plus one and a half. As for the over and under here, I'm going to go under. A division game, I think both teams are going to struggle to score 20. I think it's going to be right there around the 39-40. I'm going to lean towards the under because I think both teams stink. I think it's going to be like a 17-10 to game. Giants win. Saquon Barkley gets his touchdown for his fantasy football owners, and he doesn't get traded. So we're going to go with the Giants, plus one and a half, and we're going to go under 39 and a half. Next game we got up, we got the – Another one o'clock game. We got the Tampa Bay Bucks at home, minus two and a half against the Atlanta Falcons. Over under is 38 and a half. I think this game's an easy pick. Really easy pick. You got Tampa Bay coming off of a bye. You got Atlanta losing at home. They don't seem to know their identity. They don't seem to know how to get the ball into the reds into the end zone when they're in the red zone. Tampa Bay, one of the most efficient teams in the red zone. Good luck. You got their full teams healthy right now. I think Tampa Bay is going to – I'm not going to say they're going to crush them because they got Baker Mayfield back there. But I do think Tampa Bay covers this line, minus two and a half. And I do actually think this game is going to go over 38 and a half because Atlanta got Atlanta got to put up points. They moved the ball the last couple of weeks, but they weren't able to get it in. So I think they're going to get it in, but I think we're going to see a big game by both Mike Evans and Godwin. Godwin has been getting targeted at 
a high rate. I think he's going to knock a touchdown or two in this week. So if you got him for fantasy football, I do see Godwin coming out strong on the bye. Now we got the final 1 o'clock game of the day. The most interesting 1 o'clock game is the Baltimore Ravens at home. Minus 3.5 against the Detroit Lions with an over and under of 42.5. This game is probably one of the hardest to pick because you got Baltimore at home. You got Detroit coming in, who's looked phenomenal. Five and one right now. They've dominated on both sides of the ball, but they don't have Montgomery. They do got Gibbs out there, who everybody, including myself, was super high on coming into the year as a rookie running back. And I think they should unleash him to this game. I think it's going to be a game that they need to unleash him. However, you got Lamar Jackson on the other side of the ball, who was 15 and one against NFC teams. That's an unbelievable stat. That's not something to overlook. He's at home. You got Detroit coming on the road. Tough game. It is a tough game here. But Baltimore, on the other hand, is coming from England. They were in England last week. So now they're coming back. Luckily, they are at home. But you got to come back to play this efficient, high-powered Detroit team. I think a lock of this game is definitely going to be over 42 and a half. I think both teams are going to put up 25, 30 points. I think we've seen in Detroit games, they, they're definitely going to put it up. Their defense has been pretty good, but you got Baltimore who's going to have to put up points. Their receivers are going to have to catch the ball. So I think this is going to be a lock for it to be over 42 and a half. And as for the spread, I'm, ri- I'm riding that Detroit train still, guys. I think Detroit Lions might not win the game. I'm not going to call him in as an upset win here. But I will say that with the points, the three and a half, I like it. Because if we remember one time they played last two years ago maybe, it was a three-point game. Baltimore won, kicked a field goal at the end of the game. It was like a 64-yarder, the Tucker field goal. It might come down to that again. So I am taking the dogs here, Detroit plus three and a half and over 42 and a half. And something I want to point out to you guys is that so far this year, the away dogs are 26, 26 and three, 50% right down the board. The home favorites are same thing, 26, 26 and three. So when you got a game like this, it's tough. So it could go either way. So I'm going with the dogs here. Because the the away away team is forty seven and forty one against the spread this year overall, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna lean towards the dogs here in Detroit. Starting off the four o'clock games, we got the L.A. Rams at home minus three and a half against the Pittsburgh Steelers at forty three and a half. Line tells you, yeah, we gotta take L.A. right? Pittsburgh? What? I don't know. Screw Pittsburgh. Mike Tomlin. Four twelve and four. Outright after a bye week. So you're going to give him points after he's had two weeks to prep. We all know there's a couple a couple coaches in the league, when they come back from a bye, they just are tough to beat. Their game planning is efficient, and they're tough to beat. So I do like the LA Rams. I think their offense is phenomenal, but they don't have a running back this week. Kyrian Williams is out. Nobody knows who's even going to get the rock for him, but they do have those two prolific uh Cup and and Puka Nakua, so they could be a big big factor in this game. But Pittsburgh got got Watt. 
The one thing that we've seen is when Watt presses the quarterbacks, the quarterbacks don't throw the ball good. And we know what Matt, Matt Stafford likes to do under pressure. He likes to throw it up. He might throw a couple picks here. I actually got Pittsburgh Steelers outright for this game. And I definitely have them covering the line. I got Pittsburgh plus three and a half here. And I got this game under 43 and a half. Like I just said, 12 and four after the bye from Mike Tomlin in Pittsburgh. And all those games have went under. That's unbelievable stat. So I'm going under here. It's a lock at 43 and a half under. And I'm taking the Rams outright and plus three and a half. Lock that one in. Next up, we got the Seattle Seahawks at home, minus seven and a half against the Arizona Cardinals. The over under for this game is 44 and a half. This is a line where you're like, no options. Definitely Seattle, right? I'm not sold on Seattle. I think they got a lot of issues going on over there in Seattle. And. It's a division game. I actually think Arizona is going to cover this spread. I think they're going to lose the game, but they're going to backdoor cover this spread because that's what fucking Arizona does. They aren't a good football team, but they stay in the game. So I'm taking Arizona with the 7.5, and and I'm going under for this game as well. I think last week we saw Seattle against the Bengals. They have a hard time getting the ball in in the end zone. And I think it's going to kind of be the same flow here against Arizona. So I think Arizona is going to backdoor cover it. Bad team. Seattle gets the gritty win. But Arizona plus 7.5 and and under 44.5. Next up, we got my co-host team, the Green Bay Packers. Minus 1.5 at the Denver Broncos. Over under is 45. This is a head scratcher for me. Denver is terrible. They're getting 1.5 at home, though. When Green Bay is coming off a bye, they're getting all their guys back. They're going to be fresh. This is a no-brainer for me. Denver Broncos don't want to win. They don't want to win. They want to tank. They want to get some good picks. But they want their quarterback to look good still. They want him to look good still because they're probably going to trade Russell Wilson next year. Let's be real. I don't know what they're going to get for him, but they're probably going to move on from him. But they want to lose because they want Caleb Williams. Green Bay coming off of a bye. LaFleur is great on, on a bye. I think it's a no-brainer here. Lock that in. Green Bay minus one and a half. Lock there. I think you got Aaron Jones coming back fresh. you got two weeks to prep your offense with your guys healthy. I think we're going to see a better, more efficient scoring Green Bay offense. So Denver is going to look like shit because they might not even play a lot of their guys because they're about to have a fire sale. You got half their defense up for sale. you got half their offense. All their wide receivers are up for sale. And usually when that happens, trade deadlines in, in two weeks here, 10 days, you don't play the guys a lot. So if you got them in fantasy football, I'd be aware of any Denver Bronco player right now because they might be on the way out. With that being said, I think this game is going to go over 45. I think it's going to be probably a 35 to 15 game. Green Bay wins and it goes over. Next up, our final 4 o'clock game of the day. We got the Kansas City Chiefs at home, minus one, minus five and a half, versus their division rival in the L.A. Chargers. The over-under for this game is 48 and a half. Now, this is always a close game. It always is. Somehow, someway, Justin Herbert finds a way to always come close and sometimes beat Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't think the Chargers are going to win the game. 
because we know what the Chargers do. We saw it last week. The Chargers always find a way to lose. Let's be real. They always find a way to lose the game. But I do think they're going to cover the spread here. I think the five and a half in this division game on four o'clock, you know, I like it. I like the Chargers covering it. As for the over-under for this game, I've always been saying, like, Chiefs always go over. Chargers definitely go over. That's why I'm going to go under because they haven't always went over. These guys have always been in close games. This could be a 90-point game or it could be a 20-point game. I'm going to go with the statistics in the NFL right now, considering the fact that 56 of the games have been under and 36 have been over. So I'm going to go with the the odds here. I'm going to say this high-powered game is going to be under. So I got the Chargers plus 5.5, and and I got under 48.5. Now, none of those are a lock, but I like those picks. Let me get a quick drink here if I would do the final games. Sunday night football. We got our Philadelphia Eagles at home coming off a loss. Minus one and a half against the Miami Dolphins. Over under for this game, 51 and a half. You got Miami coming into Philly, who got the best offense in the league by far. Crazy stat is that Miami and Philly are the top two yards in the league, right? The distance between those two is the same distance from Philly to number 22 offense in the league, Vegas. That's how crazy the Miami offense has been again. They've been phenomenal. They're the number one in the league in pass yards and the number one in the league in running yards. Now, Philly, on the other hand, we haven't looked that good. But a lot of times when you lose a game that you're not supposed to lose coming into a home game as prolific as this game is, you might need that. So, You got two teams here that are trying to show that they are the number one team in the NFL. Because I firmly believe that the winner of this game will be the number one team in the NFL next week. Whatever that means, the winner of this game will be that. Now, you got Miami, like I just said, prolific offense coming in. You got Tyreek Hill throwing just, dude, he's just not throwing. He's just putting up numbers. You got a run game. But against Philly, like, you can't really run against them. So I'm curious to see what that Miami offense does if they limit the run game. I don't think you can limit the run game from Miami, though, because they're that fast. But Philly, this is a slap you in the face last week, come back, knock you the fuck out type of game. Philadelphia's going to be rocking. We got the Phillies in the playoffs. The stadium in the, in the link is going to be absolutely electric. That's why I'm going to take... The Philadelphia Eagles to cover this spread at one and a half. And I think both teams are going to put up 30 points. I think there's going to be a 32 to 30 game. Oh, so we're going, we're going Philly minus one and a half and over 51 and a half. Lock that in. Last game of the week. We got Monday night football. San Francisco 49ers minus seven and a half going into Minnesota over under 44. San Francisco, another team who needs to step up. They got slapped in the face last week. They lost a game that they shouldn't lose. And now they're going in on the road, prime time, against Minnesota. Kirk Cousins' prime time ain't that good. He really isn't. Doesn't mean he doesn't cover the spreads. He just doesn't win the games. 
Everybody in the world is going to be taking San Francisco here. I probably would have too. But I'm taking the home team here. I think Minnesota is going to put up points. I think Kirk Cousins has the ability to make big plays. He does. I think they're going to make big plays. I think San Francisco wins the game by 5-6. But I think Minnesota is going to cover the spread here. They're going to stay in it because... It's Monday Night Football. They want you to be in, in, into the game the whole time. And like I said, everybody in the world is going to have San Francisco, which usually means take the other team. As for the 44, you know, I, I would like to go under just because it's like, oh, San Fran, their defense doesn't give up a lot of points. But 44 is pretty low for an offensive team like Minnesota and San Francisco. So I'm going to go over on that game as well. So I got Minnesota. Plus seven and a half and over 44. Locks of the week. We got a couple here. We got Vegas. Minus three and a half. That's a lock. Green Bay minus one and a half. Also a lock. Then as for the over-unders, Buffalo, New England, over 40. What do we got? Buffalo, New England, over 41 and a half. That's a lock. Detroit, Baltimore, over 42 and a half. That's a lock. And then I'm going to go with Pittsburgh and L.A. under 43.5. That's a lock as well. And then for my Philly fans, since I got to give a Philly Philly lock of the week, even though I don't like either of them, I'm just going to say Philly covers the spread, minus 1.5. That's a lock as well. So put that in. It's going to be a cover. So there we go, guys. We got the picks there. I'm going to go through them one more time just in case you missed them. We got Vegas, minus 3.5. Cleveland, minus two and a half. Buffalo, minus eight and a half. New York Giants, plus one and a half. Tampa Bay, minus two and a half. Detroit, plus three and a half. Pittsburgh, plus three and a half. Arizona, plus seven and a half. Green Bay, minus one and a half. Chargers, minus five and a half. Philly, minus one and a half. And Minnesota, plus seven and a half. Lock them in. If you guys want to get all of our picks just in person, check out our Instagram page. Post will be up with all of them. And again, follow us on all of our social media platforms. Instagram, at Stoop Life Sports. Facebook, at The Stoop Life. Follow us on YouTube, at Stoop Knockout. And then follow us, listen to us on every single episode we do. And if you want to come on to an episode, reach out to us right here. We'd love to have you on. Again, guys. We'll catch you later. Thanks for listening. Peace out, everybody.